why would seemingly rational, intelligent people surround themselves with harmful radiation day in and day out and subject everything that they like, love, and treasure to that same level of radiation? If you're not taking that into account in your thinking, then lots and lots and lots of things don't make sense in our current world. If, however, you frame your thinking with basically all humans and a lot of animals are batshit crazy now because of these extra radiations coming in, then it makes things make sense, or a little bit more anyway. So it's easy to change human thoughts en masse just by doing things with the food, with the electromagnetic radiation that screw with our hormonal balance. And because the Chinese history is so extensive, you can get a really good correlation between different kinds of social issues and the, uh, you know, being expressed in the Chinese society as represented to us by history and what was going on in the sun. So this is a phenomenal time. So I'm taking it that it's fortuitous for us that we were at least able to, as a species, identify this as the age of Aquarius, which is the knowledge bearer. And so it's the only, um, uh, astrological grapheme or representation that's a human, I believe. The scientists at LivePet are hard at work solving our cancer epidemic. They have the most promising cancer trials going on now with pet clinics around the country that I have ever seen. You can see the promising cancer research and trials going on on some of the past shows that I've done. The links are below. While working with C60 and other ingredients, these talented scientists developed a hair growth serum that really works. They sat on it for years. After all, cancer is their focus. But they now realize how much the profits from this product could really help their cancer research. So the C360 hair growth product was launched. C360 hair growth is specifically designed to revive your hair growth by targeting hair follicles and restarting your hair growth cycle. C60, the active ingredient in C360 hair growth, reactivates hair follicles that have stalled due to hereditary hair loss, physical conditions, or environmental factors that may affect follicle production. You will begin to see visible results using C360 hair growth within three to six weeks. Buy today knowing that your future hair growth will help fund very promising cancer research. See more at the link below. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the amazing Cliff Highback. I absolutely love talking to him. I know people who watch this show regularly know that I really enjoy talking to him. We get to get into all different topics. He and I are going to explore the craziness of this world. It, it's the, everybody's going bonkers and why? And we're talking about it from a scientific standpoint, why the world is going bonkers and what it means. And you know, we, he's an optimist at heart. And so it all ends up going to more of an optimistic edge. And I love that about him because you know, the world is really crazy and let's put some optimism around it and what it means and what's really going on. And it's not all doomsday and the world's ending, but it's is crazy and here's why. So I love that about them. And before I get in, I wanna thank my patrons for continued support of all my work. And as you know, my I've had been very censored by YouTube. My I make I think I made seven hundred dollars last my month with YouTube. My, everything's weird there. But for my patrons, you are amazing. Thank you for supporting the show. There's free eBooks. I have a lot of free eBooks now up there. I have research. I have a lot of exclusive interviews, and I just thank you so much. I 
I'm honored to, to be supported by you. And, and another thing, before we get into this interview, I redid my website. So if you go to my website, I'm starting to post regular articles from people I really respect out there who do great work. And so I'm regularly posting their articles so that you can have access to them as well. And then I have, you go there, it's changed a lot. I still need to get my shop set up so that you can see the affiliates that help support my show. If you buy products, the price won't change, but if you buy it through my links and I get some credit and I get, I get paid. So it really helps keep the show going as well. And in some cases you get, you get better prices with my codes and things. So I'll have that up there as well. So I want to let you know that this is a two-parter with Cliff. I, it's hard not to have a short interview with him. So it's a two-parter. So look for part two. Obviously this is part one. So look for part two after you're done. And let's get into the video now with Cliff High. Hey Cliff, thank you so much for rejoining the program. Hey Sarah, uh, glad to do it. It's quite fun. Well, we have, the world has just gone bonkers and I have a lot of questions and I want to know what you, and I know you see it too, and I want to, and I know you think about it a lot, so I want to hear your perspective on a lot of things. First of all, I want to talk about 5G. How the heck do we get in a situation where so many scientists and so many people are exposing 5G for being very dangerous to human beings and animals and all living creatures, but we're just cramming it in anyways with no testing. I mean, what's going on? Well, the military even knows that it's no good for uh, all living life because they use it as a weapon on various different kinds of platforms. And so, and they've been using it that way and testing it for 20 years. So it's well known that the, the millimeter wave bands are a dangerous electromagnetic radiation. Uh, so this is the problem. What you're getting into is the why question. You know, why would seemingly rational, intelligent people surround themselves with harmful radiation day in and day out and subject everything that they like, love, and treasure to that same level of radiation? And uh, from that point on, you start speculating. And so it gets really risky it's and hard. dangerous yeah. to go down there. However, there are some things that are not being taken into account by most people's understanding of, of this. Okay, so let's, and we need, from my perspective, we need to back way the hell out to beyond the sun because there are radiations that are coming in now, energies, uh, including gamma rays and including um, those uh, energies that cause the sun to create greater levels of ultraviolet. All of these things are coming in around the sun now and they are getting back to where us planets are. Um, everybody on a planet behind the sun is now subjected to these radiations in ways we have not been in our lifetimes. Because what is happening is we're going into a solar minimum of some depth and the sun in a solar minimum, it shrinks its corona. That corona is a high energy plasma field. The thing we see as the light radiating out from the sun is, is generated by and includes a plasma field that captures all of these strange radiations from space that the sun is plowing through. And usually the sun eats it all up and we get very little of it. Cosmic rays used to be relatively um, infrequent and relatively rare in human experience compared to the way we're going through them now. And in fact, it was a cosmic ray barrage that is estimated or is thought to have caused the Banda Achi quake. And at that time, we lost uh, um, 
15% of depth, but 5% of volume of our atmosphere at the ionosphere. So part of our atmosphere was stripped away by these cosmic ray bursts in 2003. And we've been in getting in, and so that was another layer of shielding that used to protect us. So we humans are now getting bombarded by levels of energies that we are not, not normally uh, used to, to incorporating in our being. And they are becoming incorporated in our being because we react to light, electromagnetic radiation of all kinds. That's what gives us cancer when we hang around these electromagnetic transformers too long. Our bodies actually interact with it. And so... If you're not taking that into account in your thinking, then lots and lots and lots of things don't make sense in our current world. If, however, you frame your thinking with basically all humans and a lot of animals are batshit crazy now because of these extra radiations coming in, then it makes things make sense, or a little bit more anyway. The uh, irrationality of uh, crowds, riots, um, attitudes, uh, you know, uh, hateful words, uh, raspiness, all of these kinds of irritation responses that you see around you in society make sense if we're all being bombarded with energies that we're not prepared to deal with. And most of us, because we're unaware of this, we're not taking those energies into account. So we're not doing anything at all with our bodies to try and dissipate these very um, irritating energies that are going to flood us at least through 2061. That's that's estimated to be the peak period here between um, uh, about 2003 and then all the way up to 2061 will be the peak period of these these extra radiations so coming in. 2061 is the peak, or we're in the peak until 2061. We're, we're, we're in the we're in the peak of the bell curve. We're approaching the peak of the bell curve, and by 2061, we'll be beyond that peak of the bell curve and starting on down. Okay, but we don't know how long it'll take for the sun's corona to come back and get the capture more energy and take the strain off. We just, the, the estimate is by these, uh, I think there's four Russian scientists that have done the work, is that by 2061, we'll be past the peak of the curve. And so things ought to be somewhat dissipating. But until then, uh, it's my thinking that we each as individuals, just in order to preserve our own sanity and the own, our own ability to navigate through um, uh, modern life um, without adding to the problems and keep yourself calm. Uh, you've got to do things to do that. You've got to ground yourself. You've got to understand you're dealing with extra levels of radiation. You've got to, to take um, on board minerals and vitamins that will, will aid your body in coping with this because otherwise the prognosis is not good. Not only do we have the people with 5G increasing the electromagnetic um, smog around us. And it's actually not smog. We're in a tsunami of the stuff, constantly being inundated by this. We have chemtrails, which bring down all these particles, and the particles themselves interact with the electromagnetic radiation in this backscatter effect to make it more pervasive. Uh, maybe it was designed to do that for military over-the-horizon kind of viewing, okay? Maybe, but, which would be legitimate. And but, I know you hate staying away from why. But it's so hard because it's like, why would you purposely hurt yourself, your family and everyone around you? There well, has one, to be. Go keep going. OK, I say one one interesting woo woo answer is you would not if your mind was not being controlled by some outside force. So we can assume that because we wouldn't do it, our minds are not being controlled by that outside force. 
But it might be that there are space aliens in the form of some kind of a uh, telepathic, um, uh, that have some kind of a telepathic mechanism within their bodies or machinery that allows them to alter and control the thoughts and emotions of humans and, and selectively enough that they can control the elite. And then you can speculate, oh, well, the elite are all descended from the people with the elongated skulls, um, and uh, therefore they may share some kind of common bloodline that makes them easier to control, yada, 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 as you get deeper and deeper into the woo-woo. And you're back into the why question, which is intent. What is the intent of the space aliens that are seemingly uh, terraforming Earth and seemingly altering humanity to the point where it will destruct itself such that whatever their, their agenda and plan is will come to fruition? Maybe they want to replace us with some kind of a hybrid species the way we were replaced Neanderthal and some of the others, uh, you know, uh, Australopithecus and some of the other uh, human, humanoids or humans that have been on the planet. We're the only ones that remain. That might not have been an accident. It all might have been engineered for our benefit because we were the best uh, option at the time. And this might all be some uh, plan of whoever it is that's controlling the giant petri dishes that we live on that we think of as planets. We, we can't say. And then so there's why getting into or, or that is the case of the why question that has to be analyzed in order to be able to effectively speculate on this stuff. Well, if it we're going to. Yeah. If we're going to get to the conclusion. But doesn't it just drive you nuts knowing that how dangerous it is and they're just cramming it through anyways? I mean. No, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I get irritated at various different things like that. But I smoke pot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I smoke, I, I have THC in my system. So um, uh, I'm much more contained in terms of my emotional balance, right? Uh, yeah, they're bastards. And yeah, there's ultimately going to be a fight involved. But I'm not going to expend my energy and get all whipped up and get emotional and get my hormones trashed. And maybe, just maybe, uh, because I'm self-aware... Uh, I find that my hormones are uh, that someone's attempting to manipulate my hormones by all this electromagnetic crap around me. So therefore, my response as a as a person who's a warrior and wants to fight is to learn to enhance my calm and control myself and make sure that all my hormonal balances are what I need. And I store up that energy for when the fight comes, because there's no point in me messing around with it now until I've got some, you know, space alien bug out there that I can get at with my sword and chop his head off. That kind of thing. Right. Well, don't do you, engage until you can engage. Well, are you doing something to protect yourself? Because oh, yes. Yes. just the technology itself is dangerous. I mean, that's what the problem is. Uh, correct. Okay. So let's, let's eliminate the, uh, our thinking. Okay. So a couple of things, actually, let's, let's think about this. Uh, in my opinion, the situation we're in right now is why the Rife machine, any of the Rife technology does not work. And the reason is that it used to work when Rife invented it, but when he invented it, we were in an electromagnetic free Earth. There was so little electromagnetic radiation that all of the frequencies that Rife determined with his um, machine are now totally invalidated because our uh, entire planet is just swimming in radiation of all kinds. And this is how I know that that fluffy crap that they're selling on some of these um, woo-woo stations the focused energy life force stuff is yet another scam um, because it's not possible that anything under any circumstances can get through the electromagnetic electromagnetic radiation uh, stew that we're swimming in. Okay, so that being the case, we know that 
they, that our, our electromagnetic, our Earth is now surrounded by an electromagnetic sphere, which is being impacted by electromagnetic radiation from space. And, it, and if that isn't bad enough, now they're going to add in millimeter wave, uh, which is what they call the 5G. It's called 5G. And it's actually uh, radiation so, so highly um, uh, high in its frequency that it can be used to analyze DNA in samples in labs. So you know it penetrates down at least to that level. And we know that the military has used it. It's incredibly useful for bandwidth, though, if it doesn't kill us. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, the but, Internet of Things is actually kind of nice. I want fast Internet, too, but I don't know well, if I want to die in the process. Right. <laughs> right. You know, there's, I'm there's not sure trade-off. if that's yeah. worth it. But but so here's the thing. You can imagine that that I I do anyway. I mean, one because I don't care about the why of why these people are doing it, because knowing that in no way uh, is going to aid me in my response. Okay, if I were combative in nature, knowing why the enemy is attacking me may just intrude in my thinking on how to defeat them. Right. So I don't really care why these guys are doing it, but I can imagine a situation where. The upper elite, as you scale up in the power pyramid, you actually go into a denser and denser and denser layer of telepathic control over you until by the time that you're up to the top of the power pyramid, you're 100% under the control of space aliens, and it's been so gradually that you weren't even aware of it, that your thoughts were being altered, you're, and it's very easy with humans. In fact, we don't even have to alter the thoughts. The idea of, of um, uh, you know, the... Um, Various different, I forget the name of them, but the various different conspiracies about how they're going to beam thoughts in your head and make you do things, right? Uh, the evil deep state or whatever. It's kind of like, well, that's bullshit because it would take at least three or four people to run the machinery to get one person's thoughts to change. And we've never been about doing this thing one by one. Advertising is mass kind of deals. And then here's another aspect of it. It's very easy to get humans to change their thought patterns on their own if you screw with their hormones. Yes. So, so if you if you take away testosterone from males by in, uh, introducing lots of flaxseed and soy and other uh, estrogen-based um, or phytoestrogen-based plants into their diet, then you've altered it at one level. If you've got electromagnetic radiation that um, uh, at key points in the development and puberty for males uh, reduces the actual mass of the testes and they produce less hormones, then you've forever altered their ability to think a certain way. And, and it goes on and on and on. And all of this kind of thing is cumulative. So it's easy to change human thoughts on moss just by doing things with the food, with the electromagnetic radiation that screw with our hormonal balance. And you will note that you can actually go into some places. Let me see. Uh, I've been into some clean rooms uh, where you have to go on in and you got to get all suited up and this kind of thing, right? And it was in the. It was a tour. It was for a chip manufacturer, and it was part of what we had to do to learn how to uh, deeply uh, program on these chips. And it, it was just sort of like the payoff. We didn't actually, as software developers, have to see the chip manufacturing, but it was kind of a fun thing for us all to get into the little suits and go into the to the rooms and see it done. Um, but one of the things I noticed was that going through the clean room uh, door processes where you're getting bombarded with more and more and more uh, uh, electromagnetic radiation in the form of the, the just the induction motors, the vacuums, the, the uh, constant movement of air, all of these kind of things. By the time you got in there, it actually made me feel quite a bit tense. Uh, and everybody I talked to reported that, everybody in our little group. 
uh, that, yeah, that made me feel really weird. And the people working in there, they say, oh, you get used to it. Well, but at that level, uh, all of that radiation was actively, it was so high, it was actively affecting me in the moment, as opposed to subtly adjusting my hormones that I might feel a little bit, you know, aggressive or bad two days later. Um, so uh, it can happen that level at that level, that in the moment kind of thing, if you're subjected to enough radiation, you can make that connection. But most of us don't. And so we go through our lives and we're subjected to all of these influences on our thoughts on a daily basis, many of which are cumulative for more than one day. And they, I think, degrade our ability to think about what's going on and, and how to deal with things. Now, in my case, I, I'm very specifically doing all different kinds of things to uh, aid my body in dealing with the radiation. Okay, And I'm not doing weird things like wearing... Uh, shungite jewelry, thinking it's going to cast some kind of a magic field around me and, and prevent the radiation from getting me. But I am doing things such as maximizing the amount of uh, minerals within my body, especially the appropriate uh, ferrocell and selenium minerals, because these aid the body in excreting through the urine um, all kinds of particulate matter, but they also aid in the process of grounding and transferring um, and maintaining an appropriate electron balance within the body uh, because you've got the minerals. On top of that, I add the vitamins because it's necessary to prevent um, the interaction of the electromagnetic radiation and your tissues from degrading the tissues such that opportunistic disease, cancers, these kind of things come on in. So I fell into, I fell in with a bad crowd. I got to tell you that, okay? There was this guy who invented this term and it's called orthomolecular uh, medicine. The guy's a, the he's still in the bad crowd, uh, even though he's a two-time uh, Nobel Prize winner. And I'm referring to Linus Pauling. And Linus Pauling invented this, and he's like the master of vitamin C and and uh, all things in terms of the chemical bond and quantum mechanics. And um, he had some thinking about how humans should be in maximizing their body and the stresses that we undergo and all of this kind of thing. And I believe that that it's now much more acute um, and even larger uh, chronic problem than in his day in the 50s. And so what I do is a, a thing called optimal vitamins. There appears to be some kind of a propaganda campaign against humans taking vitamins, but it's the cheapest, if most effective form of uh, supplemental health care you can get. But you, but our, our thinking has to be really uh, uh, sharp on this, because if you follow the authorities and you deal with RDAs, recommended daily allowances of vitamins, you're way down at the very bottom level because RDAs are only about the minimum necessary to prevent specific diseases associated with those vitamins. So they tell you to take X number of units of vitamin C, but it's only the minimum required to stop scurvy. It is not the, the amount you need for optimal health. It's not the amount you need to prevent oxidation from radiation. And see, that's where all of this stuff comes down to it. So let's, let's go back to our old friend C60 for a moment, okay? I'm, I'm still taking C60. C60 is a phenomenal product for shedding radiation. It appears to, uh, I mean, I haven't lived long enough and exposed directly to um, uh, radio uh, uh, presenting substances like uranium or anything, but it appears to actually help your body shed radiation. 
and and shed and even further we know it helps your body shed the effects of the radiation which is these oxidative stress residues that are left because electromagnetic radiation goes into your body 5g included and it causes the cells to basically become very agitated and inappropriate electron donation occurs within your cellular structure such that oxygen is involved. There's an oxidation process where there should not be at that stage and certain parts of your body become filled with the residue of that oxygen um, absorption and, and uh, metabolizing process. And these uh, catabolites, the residue, uh, build up within your system. C60 strips those out. It bonds with it. It helps all of this stuff come on out. I'm proud to share with you Tetragen, which helps you transition to a healthier, happier, and thinner you without cravings or side effects. Our metabolic hormones are the underlying problem that doom every diet and exercise program to fail. They control our metabolism, cravings, how much we eat to feel satiated, blood sugar levels, and even our energy levels. Tetragen is formulated with four clinically proven patented ingredients that help rebalance your metabolic hormones in roughly 15 to 20 days, depending on the amount of weight you want to lose. Once your metabolic hormones are rebalanced, you'll be on the path of long-term sustainable weight loss because Tetragen is the first in the world which is scientifically formulated with four clinically proven and patented active ingredients to help you reach your targeted weight in two distinct phases. Phase one, rebalance your metabolic hormones, and phase two, accelerate fat loss. The best part is that Tetragen comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what do you have to lose besides weight? Learn more with the link below. That's why NASA bought, there was two suppliers and NASA bought one of yeah. them because they are learning that. And that's what, yeah, they want control over at least one, the man, a manufacturer. Well, okay. So they want control over it. Let's divert for a second and just uh, ponder the thought of, of here's a really good time to ask why. What, and actually I asked, I asked the why question in the form of Kue Bene, who benefits, okay? Um, and in this case, NASA would benefit, but not by controlling it to exclude it from us, but it then begs the question of, do they have a rising, rapidly rising, perhaps, increased need for it because of some other stuff they're doing? Mm, interesting, yeah. Okay, because if you're going to start sending lots of people out into space where they're going to have to deal with things like... Um, uh, no safety behind the Van Allen belt and all these other issues. You're going to have to be prepared to deal with the radiation. I don't mean, but they're going to have to deal with more radiation anyways, with where the sun is right now. Correct. Correct. And, and, but the quantity they're buying is all out of proportion for the staff that they've got, especially if you're considering just the uh, people involved that are going out into space. So what do you So think? in other words, I think they're, they're, it's, it's my supposition at this point that they're buying in anticipation of need, okay? That they are actively stockpiling because they are anticipating, and government works this way. You know, government tells you, when you go into government and you do all this work, you find out that you're constantly planning for, you know, how many people you're going to be hiring five years from now, these kind of things. What are the projects you're going to have on your table four years from now that are going to need to hire those people to get them in place? Never and mind so, that four years from now, that project's not going to be all that relevant, but go ahead. It doesn't, doesn't matter. That's absolutely <laughs> immaterial to this. 
you know, the value of the goal five years from now does not enter into our thinking at this point. <laughs> right. Oh, geez. Uh, but, you know, and that was frequently the way that I was actually um, uh, fortunate because many of the times I worked for government, I was a subcontractor. And so I could choose those projects that actually did have value. Right. Yeah. Cause you could <laughs> so, see you were, you're more futuristic, but sometimes you're looking at some of these project going, it's almost <laughs> irrelevant now. Right, <laughs> you right. should have done it three years ago. It, right. <laughs> by the time we're done with it, it's obsolete. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, the, um, but the idea there is that the C60 strips out the radiation. So I take C60, I give it to my dogs, right? And uh, lots of people are doing it that way. And so you can deal with radiation effects uh, doing C60, but you can also aid that hugely with appropriate levels of vitamins and minerals and doing things like grounding, uh, you know, actually touching your feet to the earth to allow this electron exchange to go on. Uh, or immersing yourself in a natural body of, of water, like a pond or the ocean. Like the ocean, walking the correct, oceans correct. are supposed to be really good for you. Now, vitamins aren't all vitamins. I mean, some vitamins are bad and some are good, right? No, no. You're, you mean products, Yes. not vitamins themselves. Yeah, okay. okay. Let me th- okay. Some yeah. products don't have really have much vitamins that are going to be absorbed, and other products correct. are kick butt. Correct. How do you know? So, so um uh, you got to research uh, so we can look at a couple of things. So the vitamin C, I always take liposomal vitamin C just so it'll be absorbed. If you're not taking liposomal vitamin C, um, you get, uh, for every gram you take, you only get 200 grams of absorption. If you take vitamin C in a liposomal form, uh, you get 800 grams absorption. And then I know, for instance, with vitamin C, that I need uh, vitamin C way out of proportion to what RDA would recommend because I'm taking four grams a day in order to be able to make sure I get the 2,400 grams, uh, 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 2,400 uh, micrograms a day that I need. I'm just, after you started telling me about vitamin C, I've just been popping vitamin C as on a regular basis. Now I get, I'm off the charts now, but I figured what the hell, how could that hurt? Exactly. Exactly. And I went on in and the last visit to the oncologist, I had all of my, I have all these blood things done and I always had him track all of my vitamins. And he was saying, well, basically he was a fight me the whole way, which was, that was a, a big red flag. But anyway, he was saying, well, you know, um, you're at danger levels with vitamin C, vitamin B and vitamin E. And I said, no, uh, that's only in your mind. You know, I said, what do you expect is the, where should I be on this chart? Well, and he puts it way the hell down by the, the level for the RDA. And I said, you know, and well, what's the lethal dose on vitamin C? And you know, there isn't one and he couldn't, couldn't tell me that there was. And of course it, it makes his mind hurt to actually have these questions posed to him. <laughs> so he and I, he and I don't do business anymore, but I know that my vitamin B, E and C levels are beyond um, the allopath's ability to deal uh, with. And I could probably double my vitamin C and not feel any, any effect other than maybe, you know, loose bowels or something because that's the, it's a bowel tolerance issue. But I, I, I don't get ill. Um, uh, I feel good, you know, I'm 66 years old and I'm still gaining muscle mass and still increasing my testosterone levels. That's good. 66, yes. That's very good. Yeah, and I've I've gained back um, 
84% or something like that of all the weight I lost to the cancer. Uh, I've actually increased my, um, or decreased my body mass by getting rid of sugar and dropping all of the, a lot of the fat from my body. I'm 100% without any kind of added sugar in my diet, except that once a week, maybe I'll have a teaspoon of honey. Uh, but it's at that level. I just wanted to see how extreme I could take it, right? Uh, theoretically, for ketosis, you can have 25 to 50 grams of sugar a day. But I said, no, sugar in all forms feeds cancer. So I'll just, I'll just drop it, see what happens. And I feel really good. Uh, I'm very healthy. As I say, I'm 66 years old. I get up at you know 4.30 or 5. I go until uh, reasonably late at night for me. I'm just now completing uh, the first of a... Um, uh, or the script for a pilot uh, TV show, more to more to dig at a couple of assholes than to actually hope of ever getting it, uh, you know, made. Uh, I'm going to do something interesting there. I'm going to release it on Twitter, I think, as a series of JPEGs, uh, you know. But in any event, I'm, I've got a couple of computer programming things going on. I, I've got a new uh, canoe here I take out. So you're loving uh, it's, life. It's really working. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I mean, what else I'm are you going to do? From the cancer, so. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're, you're always learning. You're like the, the future, oh, yeah. you're the futurists that are always just running as fast as you can to learn whatever you can. I, it always reminds me of the <laughs> Matrix, you know, when they download, they're like, and they're downloading information. And I'm like, how cool would that be to download a program so I could fly a helicopter or download a program to understand all of biochemistry, you know, the class I zoned out in in high school. <laughs> hey, the hell, the hell of it is that, uh, you know, I was always a hard science and I always uh, issued the even biology as not being a hard science. Now it is because it's all mathematics and, you know, in the chemistry and so on. With frequencies, uh, but, they're starting to figure it out. Correct, because we've gotten so deep into it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I actually would dispute, I, I could understand getting the, uh, downloading a skill, but I would never want to download the information that would alter my way of thinking about things, such as biochemistry or so forth. And I don't need the database these days. We have to think differently now, right? It used to be that you'd go to a doctor because they had shoved in all of this crap into his head over the course of his schooling, shoved him out into the world, you encounter him, and you're able to hopefully extract something out of that guy's head to uh, make sense of your your particular conditions. And if you and so it's all random, it's all, uh, you know, genetic lottery that this guy may have enough of a memory to retain that stuff 15 years later until you encounter him. It's all a lottery as to whether you encounter the right guy with the right memory and so on. And that's not the way to deal it's with all the, conceptual with understanding, right? It's all about well, understanding no, conceptual. It isn't that so much as the fact that as soon as you start trying to get people to understand things, they forget constantly. So why should I rely on the memory, uh, fallible, full of holes of any doctor when I can go and get right to the current information right now online? So I don't really want to cram my head with any kind of um, uh, knowledge base from which to extract but don't, data items, right? But it's not, but don't you want to conceptually understand? Because I know my understanding yeah. of computers, computer science, I don't feel a need necessarily to understand every detail anymore because I have learned it at a very fundamental level that I feel like I understand it completely. You know, I mean, I, I, that sounds arrogant, but it, it's true where I can just go, okay, well, that's just another implementation of zeros and ones. I mean, I understand Correct. it. Correct. I get you, right? Yeah. And that's what I want to know in other phenol 
that kind okay, of understanding. There's, right. There's two kinds of, of intelligence, basically. All right. There's crystallized intelligence that we sometimes refer to as wisdom and knowledge. And then there's fluid intelligence, which is creativity. And, and I've always been a creativity junkie, so I always want to maintain that edge. But I, I grant that you're quite correct. I find that at this age, I'm so... Um, I learned computers from the primary ring of the uh, central P CPU out, all the way out to software and software engineering. So I understand it down at that level. And and I grasp, uh, grant you that that level of knowledge is really cool. Uh, that anytime I need to get into any kind of um, uh, aspect of anything digital, I've got a base from which I can think about it in a very appropriate way. It's just logic. Really it's math. But go ahead. Correct. And what I really like is the... Uh, ability at this stage to just pull that out because it's crystallized knowledge and know I'm 100% correct. All right. And the reason that I'm solid and sound with this is because it is technical. And therefore, coming up through the ranks in the computer business, you soon learn that you can have a wild ass idea that everybody is throwing down on the floor and laughing and, you know, you're just full of it. But if you can run that, if you can program it, if you can prove it technically, then it is. It's accurate and it works. And it doesn't matter what their opinion is, right? And, and if someone else comes up with a wild-ass idea, you can say, no, you're full of shit and here's why. Let's go perform this test and we'll prove it to ourselves, right? And now we're getting to the level of biology being that way. So, so here's the situation that's current. We've got a bunch of um, uninformed humans uh, that have an idea that drinking bleach or bleach enemas will cure autism, uh, cure cancer, prevent cancer, all of these different kinds of things. And they call this bleach uh, MMS, and it's uh, um, uh, chlorine dioxide uh, mixed up with water. Now. It, there are some small aspects of what they're saying that do happen to be true, okay? None of which makes drinking this stuff uh, decent or, or uh, anything to do. One of the aspects of what they say is true is that if you take glycophate uh, from Roundup and you put it in a, in, a, in a test tube and you put chlorine dioxide in there, chlorine dioxide will destroy the glycophate, okay? It'll destroy the Roundup. And, but... They are now translating that idea from in vitro to in vivo. They're saying that if you drink this stuff, somehow it's going to make it all the way through your elementary canal down to your gut, and there it will find the glycosate and destroy it, and you'll excrete it. And so they, they seize on this one level of understanding and assume that everything else is, is functioning in their logic train all the way down, and they're killing people. Okay, uh, even further uninformed parents are giving enemas to small children uh, that include chlorine dioxide in the attempt to somehow cure their autism. And it is, it's a, a reprehensible, it's horrid. Now, I've been fighting some of these people and debating them online, and the thing that they fail to grasp is that we're no longer in like the 1950s amb ambiguous uh, days about biology. We now know which pathways cancer uses to cause what it, uh, the damage it does. We know which pathways and which um, gene expressions are triggered in order to cause cancer to take effect. That we don't know, that I actually think that I'm, I'm quite accurate in saying that the gut and mouth biome of infants and, and young um, children are involved in the autism process. Okay, That's that, probably uh, true. 
That is probably true because of yeah. the serotonin nature. And now I know that it extends beyond the gut biome all the way up to the mouth biome. The mouth biome turns out to be uh, responsible for one third of the nitric oxide production um, of the body at any given time. Uh, the other two thirds are within the endothelial layer, which lines all your veins and arteries. And that you can damage this layer and then your nitric oxide goes down. And for men, that can lead to erectile dysfunction. Okay, so you can you can use uh, mouthwashes so much that you don't have an effective mouth biome, and you can actually get erect ED from that. This is how we how interconnected we know that certain things are. Mouth biome connected to the nitric oxide cycle, which you know affects so much of the body, but also the ability to get an erection. And so these individuals with the MMS, they don't understand that we're now down to hard science for biochemistry. You know, you can track down these pathways and see which is doing what to whom and so on. And we now know that nitric oxide is the signaling molecule within the body for signaling all of these other processes. And if you screw with that, you can even cause uh, further exasperations of, uh, um, or exaggerations of the symptoms of autism and so on because you're destroying those, those signaling molecules that are already in the body. And these individuals get all bent out of shape and saying they're being suppressed and that it's real knowledge and stuff when people come along and, and take them off uh, media for trying to sell the idea of MMS as a cure for autism or MMS as a cure for this disease or that disease or whatever. And I keep asking them uh, whenever I run into these people, okay, tell me which pathway this bleach uses to affect what you say it affects. And then we can start having an understanding. And oh, by the way, do you know that in order for you to, to claim that it's going to get down and destroy toxins in your gut, it first has to transit through the mouth biome down the esophageal tract and its biome down through the stomach and all of the acids into the upper intestines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So by the time it gets down there to where it could potentially do something to get rid of Roundup in your system, it's already destroyed most of the alimentary canal by, by running bleach down it and destroying all these bacteria that you need to survive. So it does and more so, damage than it does good. So even if it does get to the Roundup, it's going to oh, it damage no other good. things. It does no good whatsoever. Yeah, it does no good whatsoever under any conditions. We can't be equivocating about that. It should never be put inside the human body. You might be able to make some small case that it could be used on a surface infection, but even then iodines could be a far better thing for you anyway. So no, I've got to say it never, ever, ever should be used. What do you think about C60? Because I've had um, people tell me that C60, for little kids taking C60 before they're getting their vaccines, it'll really help them not get damn vaccine damaged is okay, that something that makes sense uh again we got to go back to the pathway on that okay when you give kids vaccines it's not as though their body per se is being damaged by the vaccine. Yes, it's being loaded with whatever the toxins in there, but the damage that they get is usually to their mind, to their neural neurophysiology. And that is usually coming through the, um, uh, what we can refer to as like the somatic pathways. So your, bio, uh, your biome produces serotonin. The gut, the bacteria in your gut produce 80% of the serotonin that gets up to you make your brain work. 
the serotonin is critical in certain amounts at certain times in your life in order for your brain to mature properly. Vaccines interrupt and destroy lots of the biome and can drop the serotonin production levels in half, especially at key critical times, thus you know, causing autism and all of these other issues. So it, that, it's basically there. C60 is an antioxidant. The C60, in my, in my way of thinking, we'll have to talk to Ken uh, and Ian and actually ask, okay? Well, People and Ken's that have studied the one that the said this. Ken's the one that said it on, he said it on air. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And I want to know whether you and knew more then about he, this. Then he would know, before he would say something like that, he would know that there's actually a pathway to, to this Perfect. occurring. Okay. So, so get him and talk to him. But see, I, I haven't investigated. I don't have kids. Perfect. Um, I just want to know what you vaccine. thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but but if you got a pathway, then sure it sort of makes sense. It's an extremely powerful uh, molecule. It has some weird, strange spins on it, okay, and it does some really strange things outside of uh, the usual uh, molecules that that we've got around us. So it wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, presuppose it could not aid. But of course, the very best thinking uh, on this is to not give them the vaccine. Or if you're going to do that, or if you're going to be forced to do that, then then put real pressure on the vaccine manufacturers by having your own vaccines compounded without all the crap in them. Well, it cost, exactly. it cost you a fortune, but it doesn't cost that much. Yeah. So I got to talk know, to Ian about it too and get a second opinion, because I think it's it that could be so great for um, kids to take that, little babies to take it before they get their vaccines, if it indeed really does help. And at this point, we're thinking it might, so you should probably do it anyways, but I want to get a couple more opinions and then say, yes, it'll do that. Because it's too, being wrong on that is too big of a yeah. deal. That's why yeah. I don't want to say. there's very little risk for the C60 other than, you know, um, you know too much oil. So, you know, if you were appropriate on dosages and, th and well stuff, there's no risk on the C60 for doing that. And there could be that potential benefit. Correct. Yeah, but I don't want to be wrong and tell people because autism is such is so horrific. You're essentially I mean, it's just everybody knows how horrific it is that I don't want to say it will do this. I right. want I you know, I'd like to get a little bit more. We have some good and indications that it can. probably will. But let's let's look into it more. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be have be able to say with some confidence that well the C60 triggers these pathways which yes. protect the bacteria this way et cetera et cetera yes yeah and and I haven't looked into it there's just so much of this stuff and actually I've been at the other end right I've been dealing with the um, recovery from the cancer trying to prevent reoccurrences and that sort of thing so haven't so, so a different phase of life aspect of. Yeah, all. well, you went, you've been going through hell. Let's talk yeah. about some other things because the world sure. is, like you're saying, people are going batshit crazy and we're starting to identify why. And, you know, I've had other people tell me this too. But what else are you seeing? I mean, when people start to be irrational, some cool stuff can happen too, you know? And people actually can, people can, their fear can go down a little bit too. What are you seeing happening that is pretty interesting? Well, getting back to the idea of the uh, solar changes, this is not the first time that we've, we've had that happen to the planet. And you're quite correct. I've been able to sort of plot um, 
these kind of solar effects against some very interesting points in human history. And because the Chinese history is so extensive, you can get a really good correlation between different kinds of social issues and the, uh, you know, being expressed in the Chinese society as represented to us by history and what was going on in the sun. So this is a phenomenal time. So I'm taking it that it's fortuitous for us that we were at least able to, as a species, identify this as the age of Aquarius, which is the knowledge bearer. And so it's the only... Um, uh, astrological grapheme or representation that's a human, I believe. Um, and so it's a very interesting age to be in that's going to last for some period of time. Uh, it's going to be absolutely chaotic, though, okay, because we're basically living through the destruction of many old systems in order that new systems might be birthed. So during this period of time, uh, it's going to be the best of times, the worst of times, that sort of period, right? It'll be absolutely fantastic with technology that'll be coming on out, but it's going to be horrific with social changes and the impact of these social changes as many people fail to adapt to what's going on. And so, but this is the French Revolution. It's the, uh, you know, the Mongolian horde sweeping through China, uh, the rise and the fall of the Roman Empire, all of these kind of things. Each and every one of these episodes basically has within it the same kind of uh, a kernel that we can see within our own times and the people around us. And um, But, you know, it's one of these kind of things where if you enhance your calm and take care of yourself uh, and, and these sorts of things, you can navigate. And if you're far looking, one can... Uh, affect great change even as an individual. So here's a